0: Hello everybody, welcome back to The Way That I See It. My name is Lisa Superfox and this is my podcast. So this little series has all been about what I know so far, sharing some of my lessons, my experiences, my learnings, predominantly over the last few years, but specifically around 2023 and really how I've shifted. I moved into my next level self from, simply through learning lots of lessons, doing my growth work and really just sharing that with you on an ongoing basis around how I'm feeling about things, what's going on in my life. And one of the biggest topics that's come up for me this year has been around authenticity. So this word gets banded around a lot. I actually believe it's going to be the word we see a lot in 2024. I think we're going to start to see, you know, it's the buzzword of 2024. And my thing is, because I have ADHD, I love novelty. So I love new things, which means that as I learn something or step into something and it feels new and exciting and fresh, I'm like, yes, that's the thing. And the second that everybody's talking about it, I'm no longer interested. So this is a battle in itself when you have ADHD or you're somebody like me who is always seeking the next thing is that doing the same things over and over can feel really challenging and really difficult. And so my first piece of advice to be authentically yourself is to keep doing that, is to trust in the fact that you're curious. And that's my word for 2024 is curious, is to trust in your curiosity, to trust in those parts of yourself. So like my ADHD self, rather than fight that self, rather than be like, okay, well, you know, I I need to be consistent. I need to do the things I did last year. Actually, I don't. (laughs) What I need to do is step into my power and the things that I love and the things that excite me. Because whenever in one of those high vibrational energy states, like power, excitement, drive, vision, what we're actually in is a high magnetic state. So when we're stuck in monotony, consistency, boredom, you know, like blah vibes we're actually in a low vibration about the thing so you can set a goal for yourself maybe a body goal a business goal a wealth goal but if you find yourself ticking boxes if you find yourself in a low vibration state about doing it because you think you should it's the right thing to do it's the next thing to do it's what you did last year it's what you preach you know then truthfully you've got to ask yourself like why am I doing this because If you don't allow yourself to step into your authenticity by doing the things that light you up, by doing the things that feel good, new and exciting to you, and you're constantly trying to rehash the things you did before because you think it's the right thing to do or the thing that's going to achieve your goals, what you're actually doing is denying a part of yourself. So my lesson number one on authenticity is don't deny the parts of you. Even though they feel challenging, even though they feel difficult, even though they're stressful, because having ADHD can be fucking stressful, right? Especially when you've healed your trauma triggers and you no longer do things for other people's approval or to be seen or to be validated or because you think there'll be some pot of gold at the end of the magical unicorn rainbow. When you do things because you actually just want to do them or you don't want to do them that's authenticity. So my first tip around authenticity is not to deny parts of who you are. And that includes the parts of yourself that you don't like. Because when we embrace all the parts of ourselves, we embrace the things that drive us crazy about ourselves. We embrace the fact that we have these habits. I'm not saying we accept them, but we embrace them and we say, okay, cool. This is part of my personality I've created up to date. I now want to change X, Y, Z. We then empower ourselves to change. When we're constantly fighting against the parts of ourselves I don't like, like butting up against them all the time and trying to push against them, what we're actually doing is giving more energy to the thing that we don't want, the things that we don't like than the things that we do want and what we're trying to create. And so when you're denying parts of yourself and not actually being willing to look at them, and in I guess in more spiritual growth circles, they call it shadow work, right? I don't like to call it that because it makes it sound like there's another part of my personality. It makes it sound like there's a part of me that I, and I guess it's hard because it's the part of you you can't ever look at, right? As a shadow. For me, it sounds like it's kind of like this dark negative voice on your shoulder. And that's never really what I believe these parts are. They're just parts of us that broke away along the journey and parts of us that, we either need to reintegrate who to, into who we are and accept them and embrace them and love on them and then decide to change them, or they're parts of us that we can instantly go, hey, that was me 10 years ago. I'm no longer her. I'm going to step into my next level. But when we deny them, when we push against them, when we're trying to push them down, what we end up finding, and this is what I personally experienced, was I had a lot of destructive behaviors that would show up because I was denying parts of myself. So a great example of this is if somebody, and the word triggers, again, has become a massive buzzword, if somebody says something or does something, or you have an experience that pushes on parts of yourself that you thought you had healed or that you thought you'd moved on from, I can either push that down and go have an alcoholic drink or go out with my friends on a bender, or I can pretend to ignore it. I can bitch and moan about that person and how they're saying this, this, and this, or I can go overeat, or I can go spend five hours watching television, right? Those are really normal behaviors that people normalize all the time and we make it acceptable. And look, I'm, you know, I do all of those things sometimes. But what I've now learned is when I'm doing those things, I want to do those things. So I want to do those things. Like I want to go out with my friends. If I have one too many drinks, oh, well, if I want to watch a Christmas movie, I'll go watch a Christmas movie. If I want to, you know, actually, I'm like, oh, I need some more carbs. I'm definitely ovulating. Like, you know, that's a different thing. That intention behind doing the thing is different to I'm trying to push away from something that felt negative. Authenticity is really about when you can look at the parts that don't feel good. You can look at the moments, you can feel triggered. And in that moment, you can say, huh, what is it I need to look at here? Look at it, and then either decide you're going to intentionally change it or decide that you're intentionally going to embrace it. So, not denying parts of yourself is a powerful way to step into your next level. It's a powerful way to become authentic. What authenticity is not is being a dickhead and calling it being real. And I think more people could do with recognizing that being authentic doesn't give you a license to be a cunt, a class A cunt, right? And I hate the word, but i got to say it to other people online or in person in the nature of being authentic. What that normally says to me when I've seen it and when I've done it, because I'm human, is actually that's the shadow or the the darker parts of myself or the wounded parts of myself that haven't, I haven't healed. And I, and I've tried to deny them for too long and then they get louder and louder and louder and louder. And in their fight to be seen in their fight, to be recognized, they respond rather than the real me. And in fact, they react rather than the real me, because when we are reacting to things that's normally coming from the more wounded part of ourselves, when we respond to things that are coming from the higher part of ourselves, I did a whole reel about this on Lucy Superbox about the difference between vulnerability and authenticity. So let's talk about that now. So tip number two would be know the difference between vulnerability and authenticity. When we're being vulnerable with someone, there is an appropriateness to that. And that's not about societal appropriateness. That's about it being right. It's being the right environment for you to be in, in that moment. So if I'm being vulnerable on social media in the pursuit of getting likes, views, views, hits people to say nice things i mean there's that classic thing isn't there oh my god just had the worst day ever you okay hun oh i've dm'd you like that kind of whole concept is is a negative is a negative energy of like desperation seeking validation it's coming from the lowest part of yourself or it's coming from the most wounded part of yourself and what's gonna what's gonna happen in that environment is nothing is every time you do something vulnerable, to get attention, to be seen, to be heard, is that nothing will actually change. You won't like yourself more, you won't see yourself more, you won't feel more confident, you won't feel more validated. All that will happen is that you'll continually perpetuate that cycle. Whereas being authentic is saying you know what? I went through this really hard time and it was really difficult for me. And I'm really grateful for the friends and family that were there for me. And what I learned in this journey was X, Y, Z. And that's why now I'm on the step to recovery or I'm on the step to healing or I'm on the step to growth. And it's not because you can't share about something whilst you're in it, but the challenge is whilst you're in it, you're wounded. And when we're in our wounds, we react, we kick out, we behave erratically. We project a lot of our trauma outwards. And when we respond, when we're stepping into our authenticity and embracing those parts of ourselves, like point one, we're actually able to really share from a from a a kind of a higher perspective. So not only does that empower the people that consume that content or see that message or hear that message to actually feel empowered, to shift their own story, to change their own narrative. Because what happens is when you stay in this low vibrational state and you do things for other people's approval, acceptance, validation, in the name of being vulnerable, what you're actually doing is enabling more people to stay where they are, to stay stuck, to stay in their pain, to stay in their trauma. And when you speak from a place of authenticity, so you're on the journey, you've been through the experience, but you're able to see it from a non-wounded perspective, like you've done the raw work and you might still be growing through it because like Pandora's box, once it's open, you can't put the lid back on, that's personal development for you. In that space and from that space, you empower people to step into their own growth and change. And this is something that I had to learn, right? Like we've all written an aggressive ranty post on Instagram or Facebook. And there has been some rants that I've written that have absolutely come from authenticity and come from my fire and come from passion. And there have been some things that I have written that have come from when I'm wounded and vulnerable and projecting and they get deleted. And they get deleted because what I do in that moment is allow people to stay in the lower version of themselves and not allow that, not empower them to step up into their most authentic version. And the reason is, Not because I'm trying to decide that this is a better version or person, but because I genuinely believe that if we keep enabling people to stay where they are, we're not we're not helping those people. We're allowing those people to stay stuck. So one of the things I talk about all the time is a lot of people who come into my programs. One of the most in fact, this is probably the most common question I get is what do I do? if I'm on this journey and I'm on this growth of healing or, you know, taking myself to the next level or authenticity or whatever the, the pursuit is, depending on what program they're in. Right. And they say, but the people around me are not. And for me in that experience, I've been there. I've actually been married to somebody else before who we were not on the same path at all. We didn't recognize it early enough, unfortunately for both of us, but we didn't recognize that we were on different paths. And that meant that the end of our marriage eventually, but there's also been short times where I've still got the same friends, and we've been on different paths, and it hasn't meant anything. So what I always recommend is your only responsibility is you. So even if you have children, your only emotional responsibility is yourself. Because from your place of doing your work emotionally to heal, to grow, to step into your power, to step into your authenticity, you're then overflowing in energy to be able to pour into others, If they want to hear it. So your children are going to naturally benefit from you stepping into your most empowered, authentic, healed self. Right. If somebody is in your experience and they are somebody who's stuck in their vulnerability, they're stuck in their wound, they're stuck in their pain, which, look, a lot of us have been through a lot and we can all have compassion for where that person is. That is all that person needs from you. All they need is your compassion, your your compassion and you to go do your work. They don't need you to coach them, to tell them what to do, to tell them how to fix themselves. I know because I've tried to do it and it doesn't fucking work. But what does work is when they watch you shift and change, they watch you. They watch the journey. And what happens is like, it's like tiny fragments of your experience break away and like builds up on their experience. And by you stepping into your power and your authenticity, you don't enable them to stay stuck. You empower them to start their own journey of growth, to go on that own you know navigation of healing and telling new stories and creating a new mindset by you simply doing it. Because as the saying goes, it's actually a network marketing phrase, but I love it is people do not do what you say, they do what you do. And so you can either step into, being a preacher and telling people what they have to do or you can step into being a teacher which is them listening to you and watching you and learning from you and experiencing from you without you needing to project your old stories onto them and as a coach I can tell you that's really fucking hard it's really hard when you recognize someone who's been in a similar emotional situation to you to not want to say do xyz and to actually be able to take a step back and say I see you I hear you I know where you've been this is how I went through this experience. This is the step that I took in this experience and what feels good to you now. And so you can do the same thing, whether it's just with your Instagram followers, your family around you is they don't need you to tell them what to do. What they need to do is you step into your most authentic, powerful, confident, driven self. So know the difference between vulnerability and authenticity, because one will keep you stuck and one will change your life. So if you can hear that, I've got the dogs in the room with me today. So that was point number number one was don't deny parts of yourself. Point number two was know the difference between vulnerability and authenticity. I guess point number three would be authenticity for me was about discovering who I always wanted to be and releasing the stories about what society told me I should be or where I should be at right now or what I should be creating or what people expected of me or what other people in my industry were doing. It was about releasing expectation and releasing obligation to step into my most authentic self. So there was a lot of rediscovery here. There was a lot of healing to be done. So I've talked about this before, before but in therapy, there's a, a process called parts. It's a therapeutic concept, not a coaching concept. But and basically, we're almost like you imagine like parts of yourself broken away and you have to reintegrate them and heal them. And you can do that on a very you know, sometimes it requires a very deep level experience. And sometimes that can happen just by being aware and accepting that actually that's something that needs to change. And this is like inner child work, right? And this is where Louise Hay, if you've not read any of her books, she's amazing. This is what she really teaches on and talks about. But it's for me, it was about rediscovering what I always wanted and who I wanted to be before I felt the pressures of society, before I felt the pressures of responsibility, before I felt you know, the pressure of who I should be and what the right thing to do is and what other people would think of me. And if you've been a people pleaser or a perfectionist at any point in your life, there will be a part of your life or a big season of your life that was built on expectation and obligation and not built on true desire. And so for me, it was about rediscovering my desires. It was about learning to trust myself, learning to step into the fact that if I want something, there's a reason I want it. And to dig into that reason, sometimes the reason was, I'd get to the end of the thing, you know, ask yourself why seven times, like a seven year old child. And it would turn out I only wanted it because I thought it would look cool. I'm like, cool, I don't really want it. But what's the feeling I'm trying to get from that? And then I'd go, oh, okay. The feeling I want from this is to feel powerful. Okay, cool. What I actually want is to create something where I feel like I'm in my power. And so having that powerful reframe was something that I had to work on by rediscovering what it was I wanted originally. And this is a big part of the six-week shift is taking my clients back on a journey where they can unravel what's been happening over the... The last few seasons to get back to where the desire started. So if you're a business owner, the reason you started your business will be a very different reason to the reason you continually build your business. Right. And what happens is a lot of the time we get stuck in the continuation energy of like must do more, must repeat, must keep going, must. Right. Must is a, is a word that can be have positive and negative connotations. But for me, I often associate must with should. (laughs) Now, must is kind of like a, this is what, you know, sometimes it's quite a powerful emotion. But I try to catch myself and ask myself, am I saying should? Am I really saying should? Because whenever we say the word should, we should literally write equal shame. What am I shaming myself into now? And one of the powerful things that I love to enable my clients to do is give them the power to know and believe and trust that they have the right to change their mind. But that can only happen. You can only trust yourself to change your mind if you know what it is that you want in the first place. So, unraveling the seasons that we've been through, especially post pandemic, to work out what it is that we originally wanted, what feeling were we seeking, what emotion was driving us, and was it value driven or was it actually what we needed in the moment? Because a lot of people believe they hold certain values. But in my experience of coaching for the last, oh God, seven and a half years, most people's perception of their values is actually necessity. So, for example, one of the biggest values that will come to me with, and I know because I hold this value, is freedom and choice. And I'm like, OK, cool. So why do you want the freedom and choice? And we'll dig into this whole journey. We'll have this whole experience in the in the course. And what we'll actually establish is what they want is to either not be told what to do. Or have this feeling of autonomy or feel this level of self-confidence that they've associated with freedom what i often see is that it isn't a value they don't value freedom and choice they crave freedom and choice they actually value other things like loyalty they value family they value safety and so the reason that a lot of us and this is where a lot of surface level personal development can kind of get in our head is it tells us we need to know what we value but knowing what you value is is not like a surface level exercise that's like Digging deep into what was the reason you started your business or what did you want to, you know, when you were a child, what what excited you most and what told you you couldn't have that. And then that's how you work out your values, not what do I want right now? Because if you have a job that you hate where you work 65 hours a week, of course, you're going to value freedom and choice. Right. But truthfully, if you value freedom and choice, then actually you, you would have built yourself already by now some kind of empire around that was flexible, that gave you choices to do things every day. And what you'll often find is what you think you value is not what you value, it's what you're craving. And so that was a big part of authenticity for me. was rediscovering my desires, rediscovering what it is I actually wanted. What was the reasons I started? Were there trauma wounds in there that made me start for the, the, the wrong reasons, inverted commas? Sure, there were parts of me that had, there was part of me that had something to fucking prove, for sure. I honestly swear to God, it's why I hit six figures so quickly because I had something to prove I was like I'm good enough I'm worthy let's prove it we're hitting six figures guys I felt no fucking different when I got to six figures no fucking different just more money that registered and had to think about more things and get an audit and make sure my companies I could I consolidated some different companies I had multiple um what's word I'm looking for corporations at that point so I was like there was actually more levels of responsibility. Now that's not, I'm not saying that scary. you. I'm not saying that I'm, I want everyone to be like, yes, let's make more money. But I'm saying that because I'm like, actually I felt no different. I felt no different when I did six figures. I felt no different when I created to the top level of my network marketing business. I felt no different. In fact, I felt worse. Because what happened was I realized that I still didn't feel good enough and I was never going to feel good enough until I did my inner work. So it wasn't I wasn't doing inner work. Just to be clear, i have been working with my therapist at that time. I've been working with her already for like two years. But it was because. I was working on all the things I thought I should be working on rather than actually just recognizing what it was I originally wanted, what it was I was deeply craving, what it was. And I was living this life based on proving shit to other people. Now, I'm really glad I achieved all those goals. I still love all the things that I do, but I've had to reinvent those. And I'm still working on reinventing parts of those in terms of so they feel aligned with me, so they feel good to me so they feel like something i want to do rather than something i should do or because i started it, i should finish it like that kind of concept that kind of toxic authority kind of vocal in like personal personal development space drives me fucking mental like why do i have to finish because i started i have the right to change my mind do i want to finish do i want to continue like asking yourself those powerful questions to rediscover your desires is game changing if you care about being truly authentic Otherwise you are living a life based on projections of who you think you should be, who you think everyone wants you to be, who everyone expects you to be. And actually there is, there is enough, there's enough room in this world for every single one of us to be our authentic selves. And the truth is if more of us were actually stepping into our healed, authentic next level selves, What we would actually find is we would start to shift the narrative of society around expectation and obligation because of the fact we'd be empowering people to be authentic and not empowering people to follow like other people have. And I'm like, and this is where you have got to do your work. Like if you're listening to this podcast, I know the numbers of you that have listened week on week, year on year. Like my podcast this year has grown 80% in a year. So I know you guys are listening. I know you guys are sharing this with people. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. You have the ability to step into your most authentic self, your most powerful self. But that is going to come from not denying parts of yourself and getting really fucking honest about how things are. It's going to come from knowing the difference between vulnerability and authenticity, witnessing when you're out of character, witnessing when you're projecting, witnessing when you're you know, reacting to things rather than responding. And it's going to come from you getting in touch with what it is you really want and doing that inner work to really unlock those deep desires so that your motivation and inspiration is driven from desire, is driven from pure energy and from love and from abundance and from overflow and not from diminished and, you know, should do and right thing to do and being in the name of being fucking consistent. If I hear that one more fucking time this year, like, And again, you could be like, why are you reacting to that? Because I've never been able to be consistent in my life. And yet I spent my whole life trying to be consistent, to prove something to other people about me, whether I was good enough. I no longer need to prove that I'm good enough because I know I fucking am. And from that place, I don't need to be consistent. I show up to my business because I want to. I show up to this podcast weekly because I want to. I show up on my social media because I want to, because I have something to say. That energy changes the game it changes income level it raising income ceilings it changes client acquisition it changes people's energy it changes belief systems it changes cultures that energy that is what we need more of the world we live in doesn't want more people like this because more people like this are harder to control that's just me saying it how it is but truthfully just because we're harder to control doesn't mean we're bad people in fact it makes us better people and that's where it's kind of very short-sighted to not empower people to step into their most authentic selves Because authentic people are authentically kind. Authentic people are authentically generous. Authentic people are genuinely nice. And we are that person. We're kind, we're generous, we're heartfelt, we're loving because we love ourselves. We can't be something on the outside that we're not on the inside. So if right now you are expecting something in your business in 2024 or in your life or in your wealth or your abundance or your family or your confidence to change in 2024, if you are not fucking changing, nothing is going to change and I hate to be that person to drop that knowledge bomb on you, to drop that truth bomb on you two weeks before Christmas but if you are not going to do anything to change, nothing in your life will change and I know because there were two years in my life where I didn't do the work on myself and guess what, nothing fucking changed, nothing because that outward life is a direct representation of what we believe to be true, who we know we are, the energy we carry and the in turn the inspired action that we take So stop denying parts of yourself. Look at those parts of yourself that you're afraid to look at in the right hands, whether that's a coach like myself, whether that's a therapist, whatever you feel is appropriate based on your history and experience learn to know the difference between when you've been triggered and you're reacting and you're in your vulnerability and when you're responding from a place of authenticity build that self-trust that self-confidence that self-knowing to really know the difference between those two things and it will change the narrative of your business it will change the narrative of your relationships it will change the dynamics in your life because you will be fully and totally and truly yourself and from that authenticity then get really in touch with what it is you truly want and live from that place because the more of us that are living from a Place of desire abundance what we truly want rather than what we should do the right thing to do the next thing to do what other people expect of us the more we can actually make a difference in people's lives the more we can actually empower people to be happier more fulfilled and live a more authentic life so rant over for this week If you feel called, if you are like, I need help, Luce, I need help to step into my most powerful self, there are two options for you right now. So number one, you can unlock the Becoming course. And the reason why I would say the Becoming course is a fit for some people, is some people are on the healing side of things. Some people are still healing, and there's a lot of healing work to be done in the nervous system, in the mind, there's feelings of sadness, there's burnout, there's a lack of joy, If that's where you find yourself listening to this podcast, the Becoming course is your first step. You can get that on a three-month payment plan. It's in US dollars. The pound is very strong right now. You're in a fabulous place if you're based in the UK. If you feel like you've gone through the healing journey, you feel like you've overcome the burnout, you feel like you're stepping kind of you're feeling yourself again but you're just not feeling that power and that desire and that drive or maybe you feel unclear and things just feel a bit murky or you're ready to go to a level you have never been to before then this is where the six-week shift is the program for you this is my coaching program it's a one-to-one coaching program it's basically spans over 12 weeks but you get six calls in that 12 weeks so It's broken up as you unlock the course content on week one. We then speak effectively in week three. You can speak to me then every seven days for six weeks and then have a little gap. Or you can speak to me every two weeks. Now, what I recommend is we speak more often in the beginning. So we speak in weeks one, two, three. Then we start to spread it out every two weeks because of the nature of the fact the modules get bigger as we progress through the six modules. And then you've got a full page of bonuses. You've got like seven hours of bonuses and you've got a very special bonus that I recorded literally a month ago all on um, my understanding and my experience of trauma and why energetic boundaries are something to think about on top of the practical ones. So, If right now you feel called to make a difference, you're called to shift, you're looking for 2024 to look different for you, those are your two options. So the Becoming course is open for enrollment. That is a self-led program. It is an incredible program. I have never seen such incredible testimonials from my clients. I will drop the link in the show notes. And the six-week shift is my one-to-one coaching program. It is open for prepayment for five-month installments. The content actually drops in January, but you can unlock a five-month payment plan to really spread that out for you. If you weren't expecting, to suddenly invest in yourself, there is a five-month payment plan available now and you can check that out. And again, I'll pop the link in the show notes. So lucysuperfoxcom forward slash confidence will be coming loosesuperfox.com forward slash six the six-week shift and if right now you're like oh I'm just not sure that's where i'm at you can unlock my free training on next level shifts by going to lucyfox.com forward slash shifting you can unlock the free video training where i share with you what it takes to really shift and there's tons of free value and free information in there so if you love this episode i would love for you to rate this podcast you can drop a little star rating i'd love for you to leave a little testimonial, how it's helped you, why you like it, what guests you would love me to have on if you'd love some guests in 2024. I am so grateful for all of your comments. I'm so grateful for all of your ratings. I honestly started this podcast because I felt like I had something to say and here we are five years on. We're here five years on into my podcast and it's finally really just blowing up and for that I am eternally and truly grateful to every single one of you so I hope you have the most beautiful rest of week I have got one more podcast to drop with you before Christmas and it's all going to be about what I know so far ADHD I'm going to be sharing with you my experience so far of my diagnosis since ADHD my story my journey what I know to be true and ultimately how I'm going to be taking life to the next level in 2024 I love you all so much thanks for listening this was the way that I see it with Lucy Superbox and I'll see you on the next episode